while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Thursday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include an update on the state's unemployment numbers, our cold weather helps out a local sporting event, and a cheaper way to get that new family pet. But we begin with voting, which begins tomorrow in Minnesota. Minnesotans can begin voting in the March 5th Super Tuesday primary starting tomorrow. Minnesota Secretary of State Steve Simon is confident in the state's election security despite disinformation threats. The problem with the disinformation issue is that it's often the deliberate spread of knowingly false information about what the system is, not what it ought to be. Always debate what it ought to be. But if we can't agree on the fundamentals of what it is, how it actually operates day to day, what the rules really are, um, then we're in trouble. As for artificial intelligence, Minnesota passed a law last year making the creation of deep fakes depicting a candidate or trying to influence voters illegal within 90 days of an election. Outside the state capitol, Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. Sports betting looks to once again be a talking point for lawmakers who return to St. Paul in just a few weeks. WCCO radio political analyst Blois Olson says gambling is a populist movement in Minnesota. It doesn't make sense for Minnesota to, to not be like other states. It's also going to derive significant revenue to things like stopping or helping people with addictive gambling issues for helping youth sports and then whatever else the legislature decides. Another item the legislature could look into this session the sale of 3-2 beer and the strong beer sale ban in grocery and non-liquor stores. Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins plans to be ready to return for practice in the spring wherever he ends up playing next season. The 36-year-old continues to progress from a torn Achilles tendon that ended his season after eight games. He's set to become a free agent following six years with the Vikings, but the team wants him back and the feeling is apparently mutual. The question remains at what price? Both head coach Kevin O'Connell and star wide receiver Justin Jefferson have made it clear they want Cousins back as well. Jefferson is also due a new contract, which could put a strain on the team's salary cap. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. And charges are now filed against a former Minnesota mayor who threatened to shoot and kill people last week at the University of Minnesota's Twin Cities campus. 41-year-old Joseph Rongstead of Watson is charged with two counts of threats of violence and another count of illegal ammunition possession. This all stems from posts Rongstead made on his business's Facebook page saying he was going to drive to the campus and start shooting. He was eventually arrested following a standoff and appeared in court this morning. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Maplewood Base 3M is set to begin shelling out payments as part of a $6 billion lawsuit where veterans and military members claimed earplugs made by the company left them with hearing loss. More than 276,000 claimants who are part of the lawsuit against 3M may soon opt into the settlement in an effort to resolve a more than five-year legal battle. Those receiving the money will forfeit future legal claims against 3M. The announced settlement came just months after 3M settled a $10.3 billion lawsuit over contamination of many U.S. public drinking water systems. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. For the second year in a row, Mill City Museum in downtown Minneapolis has been nominated as one of the top 20 museums in the country by USA Today. It's definitely, you know, an honor to be listed on this list. You're right, there are so many great museums on the list and in Minnesota. Mill City Museum spokesman David Stevens details one aspect that makes them so unique. The Flower Tower is a multimedia show set on a freight elevator. The, the audience moves up and down throughout the building 
building. Um, they see what a working flour mill looked like on each of the floors. The machines come back to life. And they hear the voices of real workers who worked in this building. Mill City came in fourth in last year's voting, which is done by the public. So visit Mill City Museum's Facebook page to vote once per day until February 12th. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. Hockey players arriving today to take part in the 10-day U.S. Pond Hockey Tournament after organizers deemed the ice on Lake Nokomis is safe. Crews are working overtime to build 22 rinks on Lake Nokomis. The ice is clear and thick enough for play. Now there are some cones set up where it's considered unstable, but organizers say they wouldn't be going forward if it wasn't safe. Nolan Rinta is part of the ice crew. With the weather conditions we're getting and how the ice is looking, yeah, it looks like the tournament will be happening. So got to just confirm exactly when, when the start time is. Teams from 35 states and seven countries will battle it out on Lake Nokomis for their chance to hoist the silver scoop. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. There's also good news for ice skaters and broomball players. Minneapolis Park and Rec Board announcing that all outdoor ice rinks will be open by Saturday. Five will open today. The remaining 16 will be ready by tomorrow or Saturday. In total, 45 rinks at 22 parks to choose from. They're all free and open to the public. They've got a warming facility, and they'll be lit until at least 9 p.m. It's more than just fast talking. You've got to know your craft in and out if you want to be crowned an auctioneer champion. 1992, to answer the band on there to 200 bits. Sold it. 190. That's Chad Osnes, last year's champion. He will emcee tonight's 35th annual contest hosted by the Minnesota State Auctioneers Association in Moorhead, which consists of three parts. First, you need to sell three items in the prelims. If you're one of five finalists, you then move on to the interview process where you answer three industry-specific questions. Judge on presentation, how well you answer those questions, how informed you are, um, how uh, you handle yourself you know, as a public speaker. The final component is another sell. The winner receives a trophy, a belt buckle, and the all-important title of auctioneer champion. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, if you're thinking of adopting a new furry friend, now is the time as the Minneapolis Animal Care and Control reaches capacity and lowers its adoption fees. Over half of the pets brought into the shelter are surrendered by their owners and are in need of a home. Animal Shelter Supervisor Danielle Jorger says they need more pets to be adopted as the shelter becomes too crowded. The more cramped in the dogs are especially, they get a lot more stressed. So the kennels are extremely loud right now. Everyone's very anxious. Dogs are having a harder time because they have to go walk past a bunch of other loud, scary dogs, and they tend to cage fight or things like that. We use medications to try to help with that, but there's only so much we can do, and really what they need is a home. All fees have been waived for Minneapolis residents. They just need to pay for a license. As for non-residents, it's only 100 for adult dogs and could be as low as $25 for a cat. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to 830 on the go. You can find each day's on the go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.